Peculiar Object Season 2 is inspired by the teen horror films of the 1980s that our parents definitely should have been more aware that we were watching. It will never include any kind of sexual violence, but may contain references to alcohol, drugs, and addiction, child endangerment, and body horror that some may find upsetting. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Peculiar Objects, the only 80s podcast that could stomach all the damn vampires living in Santa Carla. I am your cry little sister and host, Nigel Collins. With me are the blood-sucking Brady Bunch that I refuse to invite into my home. I am your can of biscotti that secretly worms. Anthony Moore, and I'm playing Kit Russell, teenage detective and reporter. I am your vampire patriarch. Uh, to whom a surprising number of vampire laws apply and do not apply seemingly arbitrarily. And later, I will go on to found a posh blue-blooded dynasty on the American East Coast, and my granddaughter will have a show named about her. Ooh. I am Casey Hills, and I am playing Jubilee Reynard de Soto the First. Wait, can you refer to yourself as the first? I just did, baby. I have. I don't think you're allowed to. Can we all call ourselves the first? Because Anthony and I are technically lords. I mean, they say it's a free country. I have. I have technically a lord, as am I. Oh God. Anyway, I am your '80s teenage version, being soul sucked by a seductress who turns out to be a vampire who. Needs to sustain, sustain life by getting it through my penis. I am Steve Mims and I'm playing Jamal. Heck yeah, here for a Oddly good enough, time. the, the painful, painful sexual activity had nothing to do with, uh, vampiric life drain. It was just something you should have gotten checked out a long time ago anyway. <laughs> Speaking of checking out things, how about you guys check out this, Peculiar Objects, because this is a Kids on Bikes podcast. Oh where shit. We like to recreate all your favorite right. 80s horror movies. Movies such as The Fog. Movies such as A Nightmare on Elm Street. And movies such as The Evil Dead. Ah, the other three you are hearing. Movies such as the Fear Street trilogy, even though the two announced entries in that so far, neither of them take place in the 80s, but they're definitely both 80s flavored. Okay. Freaking, I'm I'm halfway through it. It's amazing. This is everything. And this is the second Mm. time I've said this, that we've created this show, and then something immediately comes out online that is a thousand times better than what we're trying to do. I was... We're part of the zeitgeist, baby. Very worried watching Fear Street, I will admit. And I was like, this is very well done. (laughs) So I go, hey, look at all these fun themes that they're touching on. Well, here's the thing. Are we biting Fear Street style, or is Fear Street biting our style from 30 years in the past when R.L. Stein wrote those books? Or are we just part of the horrible, gory wave, and we should all hold hands or, and write know, it together? You know, Even if some of us have of Netflix stories. money, and some of us some and of us just have generous Patreon donors. True. There's four types of stories, and I think regardless of what we do, someone's going to make a better version of it somewhere. Anyhow, these three uh, are Anthony, Casey, and Steve, as they had let you know. They're going to be playing the teenagers in the yeah. 1980X, riding their bikes uh, through a nostalgia-fueled adventure in the hidden Alaskan Adia port town. Like I said, I am Nigel Collins. Yep. I am here to be the host GM. I'm going to help these guys through that. this story. 
of the Madness and Macabre of Spencer's Folly. So, good. last week, huh? That was something. Grab them and bag them kind of episode, I would say. Literally. Was it? I think so. I, if, if I remember, Someone I don't got know. grabbed and bagged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't remember either. Okay, you know what, though? I'll tell you, Nigel. I mm-hmm. happen to have this tape. Uh, this lady came into my video store, and I asked her if she was looking for a tape. She said she was new in town and that she, in fact, was not. <laughs> uh, later on, her son would come in and would be very interested in some uh comics, some small print comics mm-hmm. that some of my employees are putting out. And come to think of it, it's really unusual that two young boys would have the financial resources to consistently put out a comic book laced with what seemed to be hidden messages regarding a war taking it's place in the, the shadows. Names, but nevertheless, I pulled this tape for this lady yeah, and she didn't end that. up watching it. So uh, I think we could probably use this to to catch up on the events of last week's episode. Sure, it's like, a, like an interpretive dance version of what happened last week. Yeah, let's go ahead and play it. Previously on Peculiar Objects. Oh, I'm sorry I've impeded your vision, but on the other hand, maybe you shouldn't have been wearing night vision goggles inside like a fucking douche. KR and DeSoto slap each other. Uh, Jamal, you attempt to slap him and you accidentally slap yourself. Yeah, here's a match, pal. My face in your ass. Wait. We're not going to be safe if you're waving around those books around, okay? You guys need to grab them and meet me across the street. This book and then I wave it around. What did you do to Reggie? Did you hit on his mom too? Sorry, I, I'm resisting the urge to be chaotic. Uh, the sheriff station is not answering. Don't be a weenie, Jamal. Weenies get roasted. My uncle owns a vineyard, dick. Don't test me. <laughs> Fuck you and your uncle's vineyard. Chapter 21. Cat's out of the bag. It had been nine years since Jamal and I had joined forces that fateful day in our kindergarten classroom. We were forced to be reckoned with. No case too small, no challenge too tough for this dynamic pair of gumshoes. But as we got older, so did being a detective. It's easy to humor middle school kids by having them find your missing cat or who's going through the trash at night. But how do you put your faith in kids when the stakes are real? How do you trust kids to find kids when kids go missing all the time and that's what the marshal was for? Once we became teens, I could sense that this wasn't just a game for KR anymore. He was actually starting to take this serious. I think he got tired of being babied by the town who still saw us as kid detectives. It was fun and all, don't get me wrong, but it's just that, fun. I had more important things I was interested in, and I figured KR would grow out of it, but I was wrong. He seemed more determined than ever to rise above his station, but honestly, it was adorable to see him excited about a potential case, so how can I not help my best friend? While detective work was on the back burner, conquering high school, like my mom before me, was my priority. My mom always told me to enjoy being a kid and not to take life seriously, at least not yet. No matter how busy she was, she always made time for me. I wish I could say the same for Dad. 
He was straightforward and full of wisdom, but I can't exactly say we're close. But one thing my parents said that will always stick with me during one of their infamous tag team lectures, my dad said, You're not like the other kids, Jamal. You're a king. By far one of his favorite hyperboles. And in times of crisis and hardships, people turn to them to lead. My mom followed up with, And one day you'll lead people to great victory, so never lose that heroic smile. I had no idea what the hell they were talking about, but it worked whatever they were trying to achieve. To say my mom was popular in high school is an understatement. She was beautiful and funny, with a smile that could disarm even someone like Ted Bundy and give the Mansons charisma a run for their money. Growing up, people would tell my mom that if I had even an ounce of her charm, I could run this town. I definitely didn't get her looks, but if someone like my dad could get with a beauty like my mom, then there's hope for me yet. Some of my mom's charm did rub off on me though, which got me ends with the popular kids despite my friendship with KR, and that made freshman year much easier. Well, that is until KR ruined my life forever. As the semester came to a close, we were dealing with the kind of stress that made grown men cry. Finals. That's when KR approached me with a new case. Like, a real case. He was so excited. It's been a while since I've seen him like this, so of course I said yes, especially because I already sort of knew the answer anyway. I mean, it wasn't exactly a secret that Ken was selling test papers, the answers to them. I don't know if the recent string of missing kids was stressing the adults out or what, but I didn't seem to care, especially since Ken was trying to sell the test papers to Mr. Roberts, our PE teacher. But I played along anyway. I told Ken to act like we were interrogating him. He's not a bad kid, just empty-headed. I started feeling bad going behind KR's back like this, but the sneaking around made it fun. The more he pried, the witter I got because I just wasn't invested, because there wasn't much to the case. But he kept going on about how important it is, so I kept sticking with it. All this was going on in my head until I heard Ken say the word, Moosewood Lodge. That's where my mom works. She practically owns it. Could she really be, be involved in something so silly? At least that was my initial thought. I started getting a nagging feeling about it, so I told my mom about her case. She's the only one I trust more than KR. I'll never forget her reaction, though. The woman who's always smiling, even when she wasn't, went pale as a ghost. You would have thought her life was being drained by one of Pinhead's victims. She listened, but barely said anything. Just a, I'm glad you and your little friends are having fun. Who the heck was that person? Later that night, Dad came in freaking out about it, told me to let it go and let the adults handle it. Since when has cheating become such a big deal? I didn't get it, but I never seen my parents like this. Not to this extent. My mom's eyes was louder than my pop's voice, and all I could think was how much I just wanted to see her smile again without smiling. So, I went to KR about it. But he started going on about how important all this was to the school and to us. I've never been in this situation before. I trust KR as much as anyone, but I didn't want to disappoint my parents either. But KR promised me nothing bad would happen at my mother's place of work. 
I knew I wasn't going to get answers from my parents, so in times like this, I must get them myself. Once it was nighttime, we snuck into the hotel that my mom worked at thanks to KR getting the key from DeSoto. Once in, we split up. I wasn't particularly interested in finding out about the cheating scandal, as I was if my mom was involved, and if she was, why was it such a big deal? I immediately bolted to her office. Mom? I thought. You home? Oh, Jamal. She slowly approached me, scarf around her neck and bonnet, her smile disarming me. She lovingly stroked my cheek. I'm glad I got to say goodbye. This is going to hurt. A lot. But what I'm about to do, I do because I love you. You were never supposed to be involved. You weren't supposed to know about any of this. But you and Kiara are a formidable, incredibly smart, dynamic duel. But this isn't your fight. She kissed my forehead and started to walk away. I ran after her and I grabbed her scarf, but she disappeared. Just like that, she was magically gone. I looked all around her office, but she was gone. I tried to keep my cool, but I just started sobbing. After a couple of minutes, I was brought back to reality. KR. This was all his fault. As I tried to leave, I tripped over a rug I never noticed before. Underneath, a cracked safe. In it, files of recently missing kids. My mind spiraling, I passed out. After what sounded like KR being chased, I was so angry that I forgot to pick up the files and I bolted to the rendezvous spot. He ran up to me as if he busted the case wide open. I did not care. I decked him. I stood over him and told him, This is all your fault, Kit Russell. I went home and I told my dad everything. He went silent. He left without saying a word, but he wept for the rest of the night. So, we bring you back to Spencer's Folly. Um, I'm going to need DeSoto and KR to roll me flights yes, of five. As well as grits of three. Oh, yikes. Nigel, could you real fast tell me what my scores are? Yeah, my uh, KR, are. your grit is an Probably. eight and your flight is a ten. Okay. We're doing flight and grit? Yes. Both of you need to roll flights of five, and you both need to roll grits of three. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to do my flight first. Mm-hmm. Go for it, Donald. I rolled a two. Oh, I'm no. Okay. Well done. And then a grit uh, mm-hmm. eight. What is a grit? Grit of three? My yeah, you need to roll a three roll out a of your eight. my grit. Okay, dope. Uh, and then how about you, DeSoto? Let's find out. Uh, that is a three on my flight, which mm-hmm. makes sense because I'm injured and lazy by nature. And what do I have to hit for my grit? Uh, I said a three, I think. Okay. 
Uh, that's actually a four on my grit, which is my lowest stat, so I'll go ahead and explode that. Nice. Sorry. It, it fell up the desk. Eh. Alright, well that's just a one, so that's a five. Okay. So I fail, I fail the flight and I hit the grit. Also, Steve, I would mm-hmm. just like to say, uh, there were some exceptionally lovely turns of phrase in that. That was really good writing. Bravo. Thank I you. I got choked up. You're welcome. So great. Uh, you both come crashing to, through, uh, the hallway. Uh, you're ending up in a bedroom where, uh, you both break off the banisters and miss the bed, uh, hitting the floor. Uh, cool. KR, you kind of knock the wind out of yourself. <gasps> uh, DeSoto, you're doing okay. Like, you hit, you, you, you're able to tuck and roll out of it. And, uh, uh, <laughs> KR, uh, to get, uh, your, your wind back, you gotta roll better than, um, uh, four on your grit, which is eight. I rolled an eight. I'm exploding. <laughs> Fourteen. So, uh, the initial shock of you falling through and seeing, uh, one of your childhood best friends being bagged and, uh, pulled through a shattered window, um, had thrown you off to knock you down, but, uh, you were able to, uh, with the gumshoe grit, we were able to, uh, get right back up. It's like I got hit by Dr. Phil and I just jumped right up. Exactly. Wow. (laughs) It's funny because he's a criminal. Uh, Go ahead. uh, Both you guys roll me a brain of four. Okay. Harold an 18. That's a 10. Perfect. Uh, You both... Uh, here, uh, shuffling around, uh, in the outside hallway, uh, what is Ken, Susan, and Ashley? I hear shuffling just yonder. They're, they're on the outside hallway? Yeah. Can I go up, open the door and see what they're doing? Yeah, go for it. Cool. Thank I you. Open the door. Okay. Hi, guys. Um, go ahead, roll me a flight, uh, KR of three. <laughs> I rolled a five. Dope. Uh, you're able to duck out of uh, Ashley's spike that she's just swiped at you. That's fair. Whoa, 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 whoa. Sus, sorry. Whoa, whoa. Ashley, look, we have all wanted to do that at one point or another, but we're on your side here. Hey, what's what's going on? Are you guys okay? We fell through the... We well, I mean... We fell through the top. Fucking Jamal got candle jacked up there. Unless I fell through the floor before that happened. I don't remember what happened last episode, but still. Uh, Susan can look, uh, visually confused. Mm hmm. Do I, did I get a look of what the guy looks like? The, the, uh, yeah, the, you got a pretty good look. Uh, actually, go ahead, roll me a brain there, uh, KR, because this was a really intense situation of five. Uh, I rolled a ten. Okay, great. Uh, so you were able to see, um, what appeared to be a man with a devil mask and a, uh, a pilgrim hat had grabbed, uh, Jamal while holding a red lantern, um, and what looked to be a jar full of bones. I say all of that to her. Um, they, they all look alert and they go, which way did he go? We're going to go over to Jamal now. Well, that's what I'm saying. 
So, uh, Jamal. <laughs> we cut to Jamal me. live from a sack. Yeah, Jamal, go ahead, roll me a brains of, uh, of about three. Okay. I rolled a three. Dope. Uh, you are in a leather bag. Um, it's not very comfortable, and you're being dragged across, uh, the roof currently. That doesn't feel fun. Um, does the leather smell new? It does not. Hmm. Does the leather smell Corinthian? I should probably try to escape. Can I see, like, light somewhere? Uh, the only tiny hole that you are noticing is near the top where, uh, this gentleman has gripped, uh, the bag and is dragging you. I see. Is there anything else in the bag? Uh, just, uh, you and your emotions. Gross. Um. <laughs> Love movie. Okay. I want to kind of, uh, focus on the outside and listen to what's going on and see if I can recognize anything. Okay. Great. Uh, as you're being, uh, dragged, you're hearing, uh, this man muttering over and over again about you being a filthy witch. Not yet. I'm not. So, uh, we'll cut back over to, uh, KR and DeSoto. Um, you guys, uh, point the direction where you saw, uh, your friend being dragged out. Uh, unfortunately, uh, that part of the- <laughs> Up. <laughs> yeah. But unfortunately, the hallway you're in, it doesn't have an entryway out from, uh, that direction. So you can either run back out through the front, mm-hmm. or you could try to get back upstairs and- Catch him off there. Uh, front door. We, we know how to get there. Okay, cool. Uh, sure. DeSoto, you shout out front door. Um, I need you guys to roll me a flight of four. Uh, KR, your flight is ten. DeSoto, yes, yours sir. is six. Somebody once told me the world was nice. Also the nineties. Uh, that wasn't an in-world reference. You jackass. Uh, that's a five. Perfect. Um, you guys make it, um, out front. Um, I'm gonna need you both to roll me a brains of eight. Harold an 18. Uh, that's a six. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna go ahead and, uh, use two crunchy points. Cool. So, um, you both notice on the left side of the house that a red lantern is glowing red. Can we try to sneak up on him? Yeah, you can totally do that. So you guys go ahead. Wait, I, I take my, I take my walking stick from the barrel at the mall mm-hmm. and I put it across like KR's feet before he can walk and I'm like, dude. Get your weapons out. Like, this is it. This is, we're not gonna have any more time to prepare. Like, once, this, we're alone now, and it might be the last time we don't have something trying to eat us in our faces. So I pull out my, my, like, cricket bat, and, uh, do you get your, 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 your knucks out? Yeah. yeah. Moses Maimonides and Gary, the no. dust-up cousins. No. <laughs> um, cool. Yep. Thoughts and prayers? I don't have names for that. <laughs> don't worry. Well, I'll work on that. I handled the branding. 
Uh, you both need to roll me flights um, of five if you want to be stealthy. All right. What's my flight? Your flight is ten still. I rolled a nine. Okay. Uh, that's a one. But you know what? I think uh, I'm gonna go ahead and invest in my own uh lifespan here. I'm gonna go ahead and meet. Fair enough. So I, I met five. Um, so you guys both successfully uh sneak around and are under this red lamp. Um Jamal, you are still in a sack. I need you um to roll me a grit of five. Um what is my grit again? Uh your grit is eight. One of these days I'll reprint my character sheet, but today's not that day. I rolled a seven. Dope. Um, <laughs> uh, you feel suddenly weightless. Um, Ooh. and you feel, uh, I'm weightless. gravity is taking you down. Oh no. But, um, you seem Wait, to have landed on something relatively soft and it does not hurt. <clears throat> Ouch, that didn't hurt. But uh, you do see that the sack is a little open right now. Also, I need you to roll me a brains of three. I rolled a three. Okay, dope. Um, there is a buzzing going on in one of your pockets. <clears throat> uh, what kind of buzzing? Like a violent shaking. Like my pager? Like, a, do I got one of those Motorola pagers, two-way pagers? <laughs> um, Could be a beep. Uh, I want to reach in my pocket. Uh, you feel um the rattling of bones in that pocket. Um, I mean, I guess it could still be a beeper. The Reaper's beeper. What would you like to do? Um, I wait and do nothing. Um, immediately next to you, you hear, uh, what sounds like a hornet's nest. We're going to cut back over to KR and, and, uh, DeSoto. Um, KR, you, uh, slowly, uh, lift yourself onto, uh, the, the, sorry, the roof. Um, your face is being lit up purple, uh, from this red light that is radiating from the lamp. Uh, DeSoto, you are quick to follow behind, uh, but you both see nothing. So, is DeSoto's face purple? Um, no, I'm sorry, KR's face is purple. I probably no, I know. Is DeSoto's face purple as well? Uh, no, it is not. It's... What? It's... What? Well, no, like, you, you can see my face, right? Yeah, it's a lovely color on you. Why isn't your face look like that? More importantly, how can you see your own face? Like, have you never, like, glanced down at your cheeks? You can see the color of your cheeks. Uh, I think we might have different kinds of face. Awesome. I don't know. I can you guys see hear, parts of my um, face. You hear Ken from in any underneath event. you guys say, What do you see? Uh, Nothing. Our faces are different colors, but other than that, nothing. 
Okay. <laughs> Where's your friend? Well, know. presumably in that sack, wherever the sack is. We look around. Is there anything, like, are there any tracks leading away from where this, uh, where this lantern has been hung? Is there anything on the ground? Like, do we see any, like, uh, like neon patterns in the light or, you know, like black light kind of stuff? Roll me a brain of eight. Both of you. Okay. Well, I'm gonna try, Dice Dad. I rolled a 20. I'm gonna explode it. Oh, that's a one! I like to think... I rolled a 35. I like to think that... Holy shit. Uh, DeSoto... I rolled a one, and I like to think that, like, DeSoto, because he's wearing his sunglasses, Mm -hmm. so, like, even if there was, like, some kind of, like, black light thing going on, it would fuck with the wavelength, and he wouldn't be able to see it anyway. Uh, DeSoto... give him all of my extra points? No, not. DeSoto... (laughs) None of that works. You kind of shout out a lot, like, a lot louder about having different color faces, and are momentarily a little confused. (laughs) I said... (laughs) Off faces! Uh, KR, you are noticing, um, not, uh, any particular marks or anything like that, but you are hearing intense rattling, uh, just north of you, in the shadows. Now, uh, Jamal, we're gonna cut over to you. Um, I'm gonna need you, Jamal, uh, to roll me a grit of seven, and then, um, a brain's of four. That's a seven. And ten, so I'm gonna explode. Mm-hmm. Kaboom. That's a thirteen. So I wanna like scooch over and then I wanna grab him as he reaches in. Brilliant. Um from the hole in the bag emerges the man's arm and he grabs uh, the rattling bones, but you clutch on to him. As you are being pulled out, you notice... Can I, like... like huh? Can I, like, see if I see anything familiar? Okay, great. Um, you just so happen to notice uh, his tomahawk uh, and it has uh, ingrained in it what looks to be three wolves. Um, I need you to roll me a brawn of six out of your six. That was a friend's Nigel. Okay, well, that's a one. I wanted to try to pull him in with me, but uh, we'll see how this goes. Okay. <laughs> um, you, as you attempt to uh, pull him back into the bag with you, uh, you, you actually loosen your grip up, um, and you fall back a little further into the sack. Um, he is violently sw- uh, swiping at you with his hands, uh, and he is clutched again, um, the, the vibrating, uh, skeleton, uh, teeth. He really wants those. I need you to roll me a brawn of six. That's a six. So I'm going to try to pull him in with me again. Okay, cool. Nice. Uh, you are able to successfully grip his arm and pull him into the bag with you guys. I'm going to cut back over to KR and DeSoto. <laughs> nice. Stuck with an angsty teenager. <laughs> you and your emotions. And, and my emotions. <laughs> you and your inner child. 
Uh, KR, you're hearing, um, what seems to be ruffling, uh, or fighting, and, um, it seems to be, uh, where potentially Jamal is. What's over there? Is there a bag I can hit with my big stick? Did you really just say that out loud? No, I didn't just say that out loud. Go on. Uh, so I do like, 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 uh, I, I, I like, I do like to be quiet. And then I kind of points to the general area that I heard the scuffling, and I say, "Let's go." And we're gonna kind of just quietly sneak over there. Okay, dope. Uh, so both of you need to roll me now flights of five. Uh, that's a four, but I'm gonna meet. Perfect. It's a six. Okay, great. Um, so you guys successfully get off the roof, um, and you gesture forward to where the uh the noise is coming from um, underneath um, a giant uh, weeping willow. Um, you are seeing uh, half of this man is consumed in the bag as uh, Jamal and him are fighting. Okay. Uh, I, I, I look over at KR and I catch and I say, continue the shush and I hand him my walking stick. What I want to do and, Thony, I, I realize you're kind of taking point here, so I'm running this past you. What I want to do is sneak up behind him, put both hands on my cricket bat, and like I'm at the pitch, about to take a bowl from one of the Bombay bangers, I want to bring it down on the small of his back and just crack the hell out of him. Sure. I, I don't have a problem with that. I want to look around and see right. what else is available in the room first. Oh, you mean uh, in the back? We're in the yard, right? Yeah, you're in Wherever the backyard. Is there is there something sharp or something rope-like or something dangerous, more dangerous than a pair of brass knuckles right now? Okay, or yeah. Or a cricket uh, So uh, you need to roll me a brains of five, and then uh, DeSoto, you need to roll me a fight of yeah. six. Roll the 19. Okie dokes. Holy shit. My fight is my 10. Mm-hmm. I can't see what I rolled. I rolled a 6. Okay, cool. Uh, so, uh, DeSoto, um, you sneak up on this, uh, scene and, uh, you successfully crack, uh, this person by the small of their back. Um, Jamal, the man has crumpled on as you. As hard as I possibly physically can. The man's crumpled on top of you. Gross. Um, and you feel the texture of his mask is more of a metallic, um, harder mask than you were intending it to be. Um, and it kind of gives you a bloody nose. KR, you Ow. noticed a, uh, a swing set is, uh, very close towards the tree, but also in the distance. There is music playing that you recognize as Black Sabbath's Children of the Grave. Clearly a song I know. Nice. Let's deal with two things at one thing at a time. So I want to go to the, I want to go to the, uh, the swing set. I'm assuming it's like, it's not like chains. It's like, like rope. The rope set kind of thing. Rope and board. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to, I want to try to just loosen it up so I have like a big hunk of rope. Uh, I'm hoping the guy is unconscious. I, I tell DeSoto to like ready his bat to knock him over his head, uh, if he comes, comes to. Uh, 
and I tie him up in whatever the strongest knot I possibly can tie him up. Okay. And DeSoto has continued to beat the living shit out of this guy Mm. because he's been extremely frustrated. He's furious. He is speaking in tongues. Yeah. uh, Which are mostly just French and Spanish, but there's a lot of, you come to my house, you threaten my mother, Mm. you think that would go unanswered? You think I wouldn't have bats to meet you to say about that? Okay, cool. Um... Uh, go ahead, uh, roll me, um, a fight of eight with that. And then, uh, for KR, um, I'm gonna need you to use, uh, your brains on this of a 15 to be able to figure out how to get the rope down and to be able to try to hogtie, uh, this particular gentleman. I rolled a 16. Uh, that's... Nice. That's a three, but I'm going to go ahead and meet, uh, because this is the rainy day for which I have been saving up all season long. Oh, wait, that was to get a cane sword that was immediately <laughs> stolen from me. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Well, great. Um, so, <laughs> uh, Jamal, go ahead and roll me. the one who willingly gave me the cane sword? I'd like to point that out. <laughs> Never lend phony shit. Got it. Uh, Jamal, roll me a grit of eight. I rolled a three. Okay. Um, Unfortunately, in the midst of uh, anger and uh, various cussing, uh, you get a couple of hits um, from a cricket bat amongst uh, this person in the sack with you. Um, KR, you're able to tie off the rope around uh, the ankles. Okay. It's not very big. It's very uncomfortable, but you are squished on the bottom. Uh, Jamal, what would you like to do at this point? I should probably stop getting my <laughs> ass kicked at some True. point. Um, okay, so what I want to do is I want to... Hmm. Okay. I need to get out of the bag, so so what I want to do is I want to trick him. I want him to think he's, like, on top of me, and mm-hmm. I want, as, like, in the midst of the confusion, uh, he thinks he's, like, strangling me, and as he does that, I want to get out of the bag. And then I want to, like, tie the bag shut. Okay, uh... Jamal, I'll go ahead and let you do uh, a brain for that. Um, I just need you to do a 6 out of your 10. Okay. Actually, I changed my mind. I instead, um, as I get out of the bag, I want to tie his shoes together so he doesn't follow me. And then I want to, like, throw my backpack out so he doesn't grab it and pull me back in. That's a 5. Okay. Uh, so you weren't exactly successful on that. You were successful in taking your backpack out. Um, but, uh, in the midst of it, he ended up, uh, shoving past you, um, and freeing himself of the bag, but his ankles are bound. How big is his bag? It's big enough to, uh, yeah, it's a, it's one of those Santa bags. Don't worry about that. (laughs) Big enough to steal a teenager. Teenager and his emotions. Yeah. Um, what I want to do is get out of the bag since nothing's stopping me. Uh, tackle the guy and put him back into the bag. 
from outside, you hear, Holy shit, KR, the bag just ate that guy! And then I want to just tie the bag shut, I guess. Okay, cool. Um, Go ahead, uh, in that case, Jamal, uh, I need you to roll me a flight of four to get out of the bag. And then uh, go ahead and do a, a brawn of five. My dice, hold on. That's a seven, I think. And then, uh, what did you say I need to roll for my brawn? I said a five, I believe. Cool, because that's a one, so there's that. Okay, <clears throat> uh, so, uh, and what did you roll for your flight? I think I rolled a one. I thought it was a seven, but it's a one. Okay. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> Steve, you're such a pure creature. Um, uh, DeSoto, I need you, uh, to roll me a brawn of seven out of your eight. Okay. Also, Thony, for the record, just so we don't need to have another group conversation, it does slightly annoy me when you go like, that's a 90s thing, but I know you're doing it on purpose, and that's why I do it on purpose, so I can set you up for it. <laughs> Just so we're clear, it's a hug in verbal form. I do it to irritate you. I'm not yeah, and I do it to irritate you. It. And Aww. I've only ever done it this episode. No, bud. No. No. What else? You Dang. told me I couldn't have a yak back. <laughs> Oh, those things, yeah. Well, that's like, like, I'm trying to set up a, conti- uh, a continuity within our universe that actually makes sense. <laughs> rather than you playing the Seinfeld theme in We episodes. need a series Bible. <laughs> I love you, Tony. Alright. What am I rolling on my brawn, Nigel? You were rolling a seven. Oh, wait, hold on. Did I say that right? I hit a seven. Well, I, I roll, I roll a six, but I have a plus one on my brawn. Okay, cool. Uh, so, uh, Jamal, you come shooting out of the bag, uh, and in the midst of the confusion of everything, you end up, uh, crashing into DeSoto, um, who is able to catch you. Uh, KR, I need you to roll me a brains of 15. While I'm on top of DeSoto, I say, DeSoto, you're my hero. (laughs) Well, you know, heroism is just heroism, Buzz. Really quick, Jamal, roll me a charm of two. Roll a nine. Um, KR, you notice nothing. I embrace the You're just so... <laughs> and try to okay. play it off. Aw, I'm worth it. Um, yeah, so, uh, it feels pretty good. You guys have kind of a moment right there. KR, you're just confused that, like, two of your friends are, like, wrestling each other almost, and that there's a man who is trying to crawl away with his ankles mm-hmm. bound. Excuse me, Jamal. I set him down, and I'm going to... If nobody stops me, I am going to beat this man to death if I can. Don't beat him to death. Just beat him unconscious so we can get him to talk about things. Are you telling DeSoto that? Yes, I just said that. Okay, are you going to physically restrain DeSoto? Because that's what it's going to take. Casey, every time I've tried to physically do anything to you, uh, DeSoto's gotten very huffy about it. I know! Rule of three! Come on, Tony! 
So seriously, I'm I'm setting Jamal down and I'm I'm teeing up and like he's got the edge of the bat. I cannot overstate how much DeSoto is the guy who is willing to take things too far right now. I, if if you want DeSoto to be a murderer, uh, absolutely make DeSoto a murderer. I don't want DeSoto to be a murderer. I'm saying he's got some dark side issues and he felt like his mother's life was being like, threatened. Legitimately, today. I'm not going to stop you from killing this guy. I said what I said. Well, how kind of if you. If you're going to kill this guy, kill this guy, Casey. <laughs> well, okay, but you're saying that to me, Casey. Yeah. You're not going to let... KR's not going to let DeSoto do Why it. Why wouldn't he? <laughs> Casey, Casey, DeSoto. am I playing Get Russell Jr. Lawman? Or am I playing no, you were Skirt the Law, KR? I was going to say, you're playing shockingly amoral journo, KR, yeah. Jeez. KR's not going to stop. I said what I said. Like, at this point... I okay, want fine. to examine my surroundings while these two have their little lovers quarrel over here. <laughs> Dope. Jamal, roll me a brains of three. No. I want to use my intuition to examine my surroundings. Uh... At the sacrifice of a crunchy point, you have to tell me about my surroundings. Bravo. And you must be truthful. So I want to see what's going on around me. Nice. Jamal. Bravo. <coughs> um, <laughs> Jamal, you have noticed, um, that it is only these two that are around you. It's only KR. It's only DeSoto. Um, no one else is around you currently. You are noticing that Children of the Grave is now playing inside of the house. And you also notice a pair of glowing eyes standing close to the tree, staring at you. Okay, I uh, I go to the eyes. I know what I'm going to tell DeSoto to get him to stop from killing this guy. I'm here for it. Uh, <laughs> I look at Jamal. DeSoto, so I say just. Uh-huh, oh, sorry. No, you're fine. I, I misspoke. Go ahead, KR and DeSoto. You guys are discussing uh, what to do about this okay. person. So, 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 basically I say don't, I, I say tell DeSoto don't do this. We need to talk to him. DeSoto's swearing and muttering and definitely like not listening to me at all. I say fine, Correct. kill him. Be another scumbag criminal that your mom has to deal with. Okay, um... You know what? I'm going to take a page from the book of Steve here. Um, Steve, why don't you roll me, uh, why don't you roll me a six? Even, uh, we'll do Paragon and Odd will do Renegade. Ooh, me likey. That's a two. Okay. Two. Oh, you rolled a two. Oh, okay, cool. Sorry. I thought you were saying this was the die you're using. Okay, cool. Okay, that's a two. Thank you fucking lucky stars because otherwise you'd have a broken jaw right now all right desoto whips around and he says one fair point two fuck you and uh he turns around and like he kneels on the guy's back because he's still trying to crawl away or whatever mm-hmm. and he uses the cricket bat um which is what i'm picturing this to like canonically be now like wh- whoever got this this paddle they were using whatever they just like got a cricket bat from some sporting goods store or mm-hmm. um it has one flat side and one like beveled or rounded side on the other side. And I'm using the rounded side to like press the person's neck into the ground. And I'm not like trying to kill them or anything, but like if your head is pinned to the ground, the rest of your body ain't getting up. Cool. So that's, that's what I'm doing. I turn around and I say, you and I are going to have fucking words about that later. We are not cool. But right now I'm interested in keeping all of us alive. 
I have a skill right here on my sheet that says Friends of DeSoto. I get a plus two to grit. I don't get to use that anymore because I don't fucking have any. Cool. Uh, roll me a brawn of four. You're a weenie now. That's what you're saying. Good <laughs> <laughs> to know. No. That's all non-canon. No, that's definitely I'm canon. sorry. Uh, go that's on then. definitely canon. No. You don't get to... No. DeSoto, roll me a brawn uh, to see how well you do with uh, choking this man with a cricket bat. Cool. Hey, look at me. I'm a chocobo. Uh, no. That is... I quit. I'm done. I This is my last show. Thank you for coming. <laughs> what? Yep. You monster! Uh, uh-uh. Wait, no. Wait, seriously, what did I do? You know what I you did. I said because I'm choking the guy. What? Uh-uh. <laughs> Why? I don't understand. What did I do wrong? I mentioned a large flightless bird that has served as both companion mm-hmm. and transportation for many adventurers over the years. <laughs> You've been saying it wrong all this time. Well, really? I, I was just hoping someone would be proud of me for saying it right for the first time in 32 years on this earth. I... Anyway, <laughs> um, what do I try to hit, a Nigel? Four. Four! I rolled an eight. Composite eight. Seven plus one. Okay, um, you do not crush his windpipe. This is a good episode. Um, but you have it cool. enough to where you see f- real fear in this person's eyes. Um, he hisses at you. Oh, I like that look. That's a good look on you. I bet you would like this look, witch! Mm. Even if you take me out, there'll be more coming for you. You and your goddamn kind. Oh, okay. You know what? Just for that, I take the, I take the bat and I like smash the handle of it down on his, on his hand real quick, like against the ground and just like try to break a couple fingers or something, then immediately put it back. Okay, uh, roll me a fight then of, uh, seven out of your ten. Okay. Let's see here. Seven out of my ten. Uh, that's a two, but I'm gonna go ahead and meet here, have all my crunchy points. I bring it down and I say, My father was a drug lord and my mother's a fucking cop. You think I don't know how to brutalize people who are restrained? He kind of howls out in pain. KR, roll me a brains of ten. Uh, Fifteen. Okay, um, you were noticing a, lar- a loud commotion behind you. Um... You also notice that Jamal has suddenly walked away from you guys and is standing by the tree. Uh, Jamal, uh, I need you to roll me a charm of ten. You know what? I'm going to use another crunchy point uh, to keep cool under pressure. Despite everything that's going on, I'm going to keep a cool head and take uh, half my die to meet. Um... Before you is uh, Cassandra. Um, uh, she's kind of grinning at you. And um, she comes walking towards you. And goes, wow, that was really impressive. <laughs> Thanks. I know. I know. <laughs> and then I think to myself, I knew it. We're totally going to have sex. Of course. Mm. And then I stroke my eyebrows. <laughs> You're cute when you stroke your eyebrows like that. I say thanks. You look cute when you're all mysterious like that. Go ahead, roll me a charm of 15. 
Don't be stupid, Steve. Please be stupid. Oh, I'm Please oh, no. be stu- too stupid to live. Just because everything, uh, we need one. Yes! What happened? Well, it looks like this is the end of Jamal. I rolled a one. Amazing. Um, Jamal, before you know it, um, you are passionately making out with Cassandra. Um, and what you notice, uh, is her tongue is a little cold, but it's one of the best kisses you've ever had in your life. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It's like making out with a pack of lunch meat. And as we're making Mm -hmm. out... I want to do the noble thing and start unhooking her bra. <laughs> it's probably not in her mouth. Go ahead, uh, Jamal, roll me a brains of eight. That's an eleven. Um, nice. In fact, uh, you do not find a bra strap, but, uh, you do feel, um, a jagged bone of a spine sticking out instead. Ugh. Okay. I need you to roll oh. me, um, a grit of eight. Oh no. I don't like this. I don't like grits. I mean I like grits, but not for my character. Uh, okay, this is definitely the episode I die. I will the one. Um Jamal, you are being lifted over Cassandra's head. Um you kinda scream out a little bit as this uh-huh. happens. Uh KR, you are seeing Jamal being lifted over by this demonic creature. Um, that has, uh, gripped onto your friend and is getting ready to throw him. What would you like to do? How, how, how far away is, is she from me? Like how far away are they? 10 feet away. Um, so I want to do, I want to take whatever canister of salt I have, uh, right Mm -hmm. now. I want to like, cause they're, they're card, they're cardboard. I'm going to rip off the top. And like chuck it like a grenade directly at her. Nice. Uh KR, you you need to roll me a holy water instead. Grab me a fight, uh KR. Why would we need to uh, grab holy water? You can just bless Oh yeah. You need to roll me a fight of seven. KR. My fight is my four, right? Yes. Or my six. Your four. God damn. Let's hope for it. Uh, I have four crunchy points. I'm going to use them. I, I rolled okay. a seven. Nice. Uh, perfect. You are able to hit uh, Cassandra. Where would you like to hit her? Uh, I, like, I want a spread. That's what I want to happen. Like, I want mm. as much salt to hit as much surface area of her as I possibly can uh, in one go, which is why I, I try to rip it off and just kind of like chuck all of it at her. So you shotgunned her. Got You're it. Going full salt bay. Um. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Desoto, I need you to roll me either a fight, flight, or a grit. What sounds better to you? To do what? Um, to avoid uh getting hurt. Would you like to do a flight or would you like to do a grit? Mm, well. Flight probably entails having to get up off this guy, so even though Grit is my worst stat, uh, I will go ahead and take Grit. Okay, cool. Um, I need you to roll me a Grit of four out of four. 
You know what? I'm gonna. Come on, Daddy needs a new pair of everything. Ah, uh, that's a two, but you know what? I'll meet. I mean, this is what I've been saving it for. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, Jamal, you are hurtled across the field. Ah. Um, you are being lobbed at Uh-oh. DeSoto. Uh-oh. I think lobbed. I prepared for the wrong thing. To which, uh, DeSoto oh, no! is able to catch you, not get hurt, but get knocked over. Um, KR, your throw is perfect because it hits all the way across, burning Cassandra's whole body. Um, she is erupted in smoke and screaming hysterically. Um, KR, I need you to roll me a brains right now, Ooh. 15. As I lay on top of DeSoto, I say, we have to stop meeting like this. Uh, roll a 16. Uh, KR, <laughs> you are noticing that, um, her hand is vibrating violently. As if she is gripping something that looks like mm-hmm. a key. I need you now to roll you... me a flight, KR, of 10. My flight is my 10. Your 10. Right? Mm-hmm. I rolled a 9. I don't have any Yeah, this feels big. So I'm going to take the crunchy. That's one. why I'm using all that. You know, you don't want to hold on to all your mega elixirs and then never have anything to show for it, you know? Um, KR, you, um, you are rushing towards, uh, Cassandra as fast as you can. Um, unfortunately, uh, next to DeSoto and Jamal is a fresh cut rope. Um, gaining much faster than you is the Puritan Devil, um, who has been able to chase down Cassandra and grasp what was in her hand and throws her towards you. What would you like to do? I want to dodge Cassandra and Mm -hmm. keep on running after him. Okay, cool. So in that case, KR, uh, your flight, uh... Is gonna have to be nine. God damn it. Well, I rolled a ten! I'm gonna explode that bitch. Yeah, buddy! Perfect. Uh, seventeen altogether. Um, you successfully, um, have dodged Cassandra. Um, you managed to slide, uh, um, right past her, and you keep pace with, uh, okay. The Pilgrim Devil. Uh, KR, or, sorry. DeSoto and Jamal, you have, you have Cassandra running at you two right now. Um, also, uh, DeSoto, I need you to roll me a brains of ten. Okie dokes. Let's see here. By the way, when Jamal looks down and says, we've gotta stop meeting like this, DeSoto looks up and says, what will the neighbors think? Alright, let's see here. Uh, that's an 11, good buddy. Um, you are noticing, uh, screaming coming from within the house. Fuck, 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 fuck! I should have broken that guy's legs when I had the chance! Ah, um... Hmm. So... Hmm. 
All right. Well, Cassandra is obviously a monstro of some kind by this point, RSVP, and laying her to rest uh, instead of the way Jamal wanted to is hey, uh, hey. certainly something we should attend to at some point. Um, but living in danger, people have to take the priority. So I, uh, we, we get up, I imagine, um, and I say to Jamal, okay, uh, we'll deal with Yon the Monstro later, or maybe she'll burn herself out, I don't know, we need to go see what that was right now. Um, uh, okay. Um, I'm still bleeding from the nose, right? You certainly are. Yeah, buddy. Interesting. Alright, um... I want to finish Cassandra off. I want to uh, get some holy water, mix it with some salt, and I want to throw it right between the windows of her soulless corpse. Okay. Oh, shit, that's plus one salt. Yes, indeed. Uh, Jamal, go ahead, roll me a fight of four out of four with your plus one. Okay. I guess we're dealing with this now instead. Cool. Okay, hold on. I gotta switch over to the website dice roller like a monster. That's a four. Hot damn. Fuck yeah. Alright. Oh shit, that's a four again. Holy shit. Explode it again. What? I don't need to explode again. I've already met the maximum threshold. No, why would you do that? Don't be a phony. Okay, fine. You just need a plus ten. I rolled a two. What's that? Fourteen. Fourteen. Um, as it hits her, I say, you made out with my emotions. Now, you can make out with death. Yeah. Um, yeah. you say your badass line, and, um, as it hits her, she says, that's not cute, and then erupts, <laughs> just flesh is ripping off, uh, you take out her eye with it. And she comes hurtling into you, um, just drops like a sack of potatoes and just starts howling. Um, DeSoto, uh, I have it to where you are running in towards the house. And, um, well, I, I didn't, I didn't start running if Jamal didn't start running. I saw that he was dealing with the situation. So if, if Cassandra is like running towards him, I want to try to prevent my friend from being tackled by an on fire undead. Uh, Barbie. Mm. Uh, in that case, roll me a brains of two. Cool. Two. Soto, you notice that this person is no longer a threat and is just a pl- uh, just laying as, in a heap of smoke and uh, is not moving whatsoever. Oh, okay, cool. I just didn't want Jamal to be on fire. Okay, all right then. Uh-huh. Uh, Thanks, buddy. I look at her corpse and I look at the set and say, hey, we had sex. I really, okay. really am interested that is the in only... what Jamal thinks sex is. That. Yeah. Yeah, me you too. Um, actually, no, strike that. Me not. Okay, so we run, we go towards the screaming. Um, you guys... KR, when you have a second... Oh, we'll get to KR in a second. I'm not anywhere near you guys. Um... You guys reach the house, and you see that uh, Ken, Susan, and Ashley are fighting uh, Chad McChad and Jason. Chad McChad is swinging his boombox around, uh, playing oh, uh, Black Sabbath, um, and they're both floating. 
We're going to uh, cut back over to KR. Uh, KR, you are on a hot pursuit of the the Devil Pilgrim. Um, you are probably within grasp of him as you both are running off. What would you like to do? Okay. I want to, like, like a, a, grabbing him is going to do nothing. Like, he's bigger than me. I'm a, I'm a 16-year-old guy. So I'm going to jump and tackle him. At the very least, I want to get whatever's out of his hand, uh, and then I can deal with him after that. If he's chasing me, I know a certain station house that might have things that I can grab and uh, help the situation. Okay, cool. And also, DeSoto did hand you his walking stick before uh, he went over I, to beat I the shit out of that guy, so you might... That. And then lost it. Fair enough. That's not something... Like, I, I'm I just running, want to make sure running, you knew you I'm had not, it as a... I, that, Potential tripping implement. Yeah, yeah. I, I would have tossed that before I started taking off. That's fair. Um, okay, in that case then, uh, KR, I need you to do your brawn of five out of your six. Well, that's a six out of my six, so I'm going to explode it. Mm-hmm. They're all an 11. Perfect. Um, you are able to tackle this person down to the ground. Um... I need you uh, to go ahead and roll me, then, um, a, f- a flight determining if you are on top or on bottom. And that flight needs to be 8 out of 10. That's a 9 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Nice. Great. Uh, so you are successfully on top of him. The man shouts out, um, I will bring an end to you and all of your kind, if it is the last thing that I do. You will not plague this earth. I will scorch it clean. For this is the way it has to be. I I yell at him, like, I'm not one for quippy one-liners, so I yell at him, just speak normal English, goddammit! (laughs) And I think I this might be your truest rip. character ever, though. <laughs> I try to rip off. I try to rip out his his uh, whatever's in his hand. Um, go ahead, roll me uh, a brawn kr of five. My brawn is my four, right? Your brawn is your six, four, right? Okay, yeah, it's six out of. Uh, but you need to roll me a five. Out of your six for your brawn. I rolled a five. I rolled a five. Um, you are able to uh, grab what he is now gripping in his hand, uh, which is a copy of the Bible. Um, he says, I'm here to vanquish that which is evil. I am here to hunt witches and protect all of humankind. Dude, and I'm as not a he witch. Does, Why do you keep on calling me a witch? The light showed your true color. You are a witch. You've been around spells. You've been around mysticism. You are part of the problem. You are the cancer of this earth. Have you ever been to Spencer's Folly, dude? Like, 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 just because I was born here doesn't mean that, that I'm, I'm someone who's directly involved in the weird shit that's going on. All I hear is lies, because you've already done magic. 
It's all over. I want to headbutt face. him. Go for it. Uh, go. Is the Devil Pilgrim Tipper Gore? Probably not a good idea since he has a mask on. That is okay. His, well, like that, his, nope. His choice to make. Have his mask on still. Mm-hmm. I rip off his mask. I want to see this guy's fucking face. Do I recognize um, go, him? Go ahead, roll me a brawn of three. What if it's my dad? Brawn is my four, right? Your brawn is your six still. Okay. What if your dad is my five. dad? Um, you successfully uh, rip off this mask, um, though uh-huh. you cut your hands doing it. Um, as you are holding the mask, it actually burns your skin a bit. Um, you look Ooh. down uh, to see a man you have never seen before. He has uh, striking <laughs> blue eyes and a grin on his face, and he says, I am here to stop you. Um, he swings his tomahawk and I'm here at you. to headbutt you. <laughs> okay. Go ahead, roll me um, a fight, KR, then, of six. What is my fight? Out of your four. Nah, damn. I rolled a one. Uh, Perfect. Yeah, and I have one. Perfect. See, that's what happens when you try to think up cool lines. Okay, uh, that's KR. That's not a cool line. That's literally what I'm about to do. Doesn't mean it's not a cool line. Uh, KR, you successfully headbutt this man's face. You shatter pretty much his nose with your forehead. Um, Upon looking up, you see him grinning madly at you, and he takes a swipe Uh with his tomahawk, cracking into your temple. Uh Uh, The last thing that Uh, you see is the butt of the tomahawk hitting you, and three carved wolves on the blade slapping your face. I need you to roll me a brains uh, of five. I, I know what's happening. It just dawned on me. I rolled a 15. Uh, I don't think I do. Can I, can I um, say something? <laughs> Before you tell me what's happening, can I have a thought? Sure, man, you're knocked out, so you can have any thought you want right now. Yeah, like, 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 the thought, like, it's like, as it's coming, I'm like, you know, I seem to recall something that involved three wolves earlier this day, before it, before I get knocked out. Record scratch. <laughs> you're probably wondering how I got here. No, so what, what do I, what do I notice with my 15 um, before I get knocked out? KR, you notice, um, You are putting together that um, you and um, DeSoto have successfully um, saved a damsel with Gordy Jordan. You guys have fought off ghost-like creatures in the mall. Uh, You're putting together that uh, Peg uh, is very turtle-like in her own way and had helped out Susan, Ken, and Ashley. Um. You're putting together that in the Dungeons and Dragons campaign that you played, that you in fact, you three in fact, are not the wolves. In fact, this man is the wolves, and he is here to accidentally end Spencer's folly.
as I as all of this is coming together, I say, why couldn't Jeff just fucking tell us this? As you pass out, you realize Jeff always gets it wrong. <laughs>